Hello everyone and welcome to the Mouse Ears Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairy Tale Journeys Travel. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Mouse Ears Podcast. If you're brand new to listening to us, welcome in. We hope you guys have a good time here. Uh, but my name is Kelton. I'm one of your hosts for tonight's episode. Uh, and with me, I got a couple other great people. We've got Brooks over in Chucktown, South Cackalacka, South Carolina. Brooks, good evening. Howdy ho, neighbors. You were so close. South Cackalacky. Just say it one time. South Cackalacky. See, I, I promise you. I'll get there. Thank uh, you. Down in the great state of florida south florida we got steph good evening steph hello hello <laughs> so we've got a great an episode i'm very passionate about you know here because i've been wanting to talk about this since we started but before we get into it i'm gonna turn it over to brooks with the new news go ahead brooks Thank you, Kelton. I am Brooks here with the new news for the Mouse Ears podcast. We have it, the pandemonium is just crazy here, Kelton. Universal has broken the internet with the announcements for the new lands for Universal Epic Universe. That's right, all the rumors have been confirmed. We have the official lands for the Epic Universe. We have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic. We have the previously announced Super Nintendo World. We have Brace Yourself, How to Train Your Dragon, Ala Burke. We have the Dark Universe, and we also have the previously unannounced IP Celestial Park. People have been going crazy. I it is hard to hear y'all, so hopefully everything's going well. As, and we have also found out the names of the three hotels. Some of them have been previously announced, but we have Stella Nova and Terra Luna, and also the Helos Grand Hotel. People have been just going crazy here all day, pulling me out, and just shaking me like a leaf, which is very hard to do. But if you want more information about all these new lands, the hotels, please stay tuned for a future episode of the Mouse Ears podcast, where we will discuss all things Epic Universe. And at this time, I will return it back over to my partner in crime, Kelton. Back to you, Kelton. I love the fact that people have been shaking you like a leaf <laughs> in your home office. I can't believe you stuck with that voice the whole time. I know, that was impressive. for you, Brooks. I, I, I blacked out. What happened? <laughs> you committed. But Epic that Universe. Con- oh. uh. I mean, I don't know about you guys. It has been all over all of my social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, it's Twitter, or X, it's, it is breaking the internet. Um, I'm so excited for this. It really, I, you know, I think even though I'm obviously a Disney super fan, man, 
It's making Disney uh, look a little, hmm, what's going on there? I- I'm seeing memes. People are like, Disney, when are you going to step up with this announcement that, you, never, uh, you know, Epic Universe, um, the splash, the, inter- the splash, the internet, I say breaking give it the internet two, and everything. Give it two months. They're going to announce what's going to go on behind Thunder Mountain. It's, and it's going to be it's going to be, be great, I'd, right? I'd say, I'd say. Out, of, out of all the lands that they had announced, the How to Train Your Dragon has got me most pumped, especially seeing some of the like aerial footage of the rods. I they yeah. just look amazing. I'm excited amazing. for that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I I completely. They agree. better have a but... a meet and greet with Toothless. <laughs> kind of like the Velociraptor with Blue. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it's going to be, dare I say, epic. But anyway, we're going to go into tonight's episode. And like I said in the beginning, prior to the new news, I am thoroughly excited. However, we're not really just talking. We're talking about more one specific thing than an entirety of this. But it is time for our Royal Caribbean episode. But not just Royal, we're talking Icon of the Seas. She is the largest ship on the ocean right now. And I dare I say, maybe in kind of an all-inclusive type resort at sea. So it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. But even though I know some things about Royal Caribbean, however, I don't know everything. And we have somebody here tonight who is not just a Royal Caribbean fanatic. She's the top 20, she's the top Royal Caribbean seller for our the sponsor of the Mouse podcast, Fairy Tale Journeys Travel. Tonight with us, we have Jenny Rich, who also got to sail on Icon for those three nights. So Jenny, welcome in to the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So just to start, quick kind of overview. Who are you? How long you been with FTJ? And let's go with what's your favorite Royal Caribbean ship? All right. So I've been with FTJ since 2022, February 2022. Started out part-time and then September 2022, I left healthcare and went full-time with FTJ. Um, Royal Caribbean is my favorite cruise line ever. Um, My favorite ship? Well, now I would say Icon, um, for sure. Um, Favorite Oasis class ship was Allure, or I guess still is Allure of the Seas. Um, But I've made a lot of family memories on Independence of the Seas. But um, freedom class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love the freedom class. Um, It was sailing out. Well, it still is sailing out of Port Canaveral currently, but it will reposition to Miami. So my family and I were super sad about that. But we're sailing on Allure of the Seas this summer to make up for it. And that's one of those three or four night uh, itineraries. Is that correct on Allure? Yeah. My family will not do a seven night. I cannot what? get them to commit. I cannot get them to commit to a seven night. So um, absolutely love Wonder. I don't know if you've had the privilege to sell Wonder of the Seas yet. Um, love no, Wonder. Yet. Love the show. All the shows on Wonder. But I cannot. And I, I'm the only girl in my family. I got my husband and my teenage son. And this show is it's superheroes. 
cannot get them to commit to a seven night. Can't. That's crazy. Of course, I come home from the icon. No, I'm not. No, it's just going to be me. Or y'all, y'all want to go? We can go. Hey, I'm good. I think we could split a suite. For sure. Absolutely. Kelton, can we get so, bunk beds? Actually, in we'll we'll talk we'll talk about it in the uh, a little bit later in the uh, the episode here, but they do have the ultimate family uh, townhouse. However, that's like seventy four thousand dollars, and I'm not made of money. Uh, so hopefully Jenny can get us that TA rate, and we can like try to split it from there. <laughs> no TA rates currently. Oh, I know. I can settle I, for one. I wonder. did have the privilege of touring that suite, though. Oh, I cannot! I cannot wait to hear about it. Um, so we'll we'll go ahead and uh, just dive right into what Icon is. So, uh, she was delivered. I think it was January tenth uh, to Royal Caribbean. Big big thing in my port of Miami for that, which was great. Um, so Icon spans. 20 decks tall. She's got a crew, a total crew of 2,350. She's got 2,805 staterooms, a lot of staterooms at double occupancy. So that's two people per room, just over 5,600 people with a total of 7,600 passengers. So that's all. I mean, we're looking at almost. 10,000 people on that ship if it's full. That's a lot of people. It is but a I, floating city. And we I haven't mean, even gotten to everything that they offer. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's a whole <laughs> lot. But, but people may be thinking like, well, holy crap, that's a, that's a big ship. She's, she's not much bigger than what Wonder was. So that's, that's pretty hard to believe. But uh, so 250,800 250, gross tons, which... After doing the research, I, that's how they, I guess, weigh the weight of the ships is in gross tons. What that is to pounds, I have no idea, but it's going to be heavy for sure. Um, and spanning 1,198 feet long. Um, so Icon is uh, the first quote unquote Icon class uh, ship for Royal Caribbean. So far, we know of three. We've got Icon, which uh, just did its inaugural sailing out of Port of Miami on the 27th of January. Um, we have Star of the Seas coming to Port Canaveral, I believe, in 2025, which I'm a little sour on that one because Royal missed a big PR thing. They should have had the Star of the Seas coming to Galveston, Texas, you know, the Lone Star State, the stars at night would have been great. But they missed it. That's fine. Um, but they did just cut the first piece of steel for ship number three. Uh, they're expecting a delivery sometime in 2026 for that one. Um, I am hoping, however, that ship does come to Galveston in 2026. Because for those that don't know, or maybe you're into this kind of stuff. but So these three, Icon and the next two are fueled by liquefied natural gas there's only three ports cruise ports right now that has that fuel and that's port of miami port canaveral and port galveston here for me in texas so i'm hoping i'm hoping maybe we'll get something cool 
Um, I have but, two things real quick, Kelton. Number one, uh, gross tons. That's tons when you know when you just feel real gross and you've like eaten a lot of oily f- or fried food. You just feel gross. It's not, uh, just joking <laughs> with that. But I know. Okay, so the ship is one thousand one hundred and ninety-eight feet. Why not just make it two feet longer and just have it at even twelve hundred feet? I feel like that would Michael bother- Bailey. If you're listening, I feel like that we would need bother an me just a tad. So. Uh, you're going to hang on that two feet, aren't you, the entire episode? No, I, I assume some of these other ships are going to maybe, maybe Stars of the Sea would be 1,199 feet, and then the third ship will be, be. 1,200 feet. I don't know. Very well could be. So, with this big of, the, big of a ship, we, uh, we have eight neighborhoods. Now, neighborhoods they're classifying as just, you know, areas per se and jenny feel free to correct me at any point you know because you are the you are the top you know royal caribbean dog here so um now i don't know everything well don't tell the people that (laughs) they jenny knows everything and if she doesn't somebody else might but we'll no it it'll be all right uh so we've got uh the eight neighborhoods jenny just real quick you can you know, mm-hmm. you want to go down the list since you were on board, you know, kind of just pick one, you know, what was your favorite? Where would you spend the most time either, you know, a cup of coffee, an adult beverage, a good book, uh, a nap, I mean, even so, <laughs> yeah. So once you go ahead and dive into a little bit of the uh, neighborhoods there and uh, if we have any questions, we'll just interject here and there and have a good old fashioned conversation. Yeah. So my favorite was the Aquadome neighborhood, Um, not just because of the Aquadome itself where they do have the um, Aqua show, but the overlook, I don't know if you've seen pictures, whether it be on the internet or what um, Suzanne has posted on the FTJ page, but the overlook was floor to ceiling, like panoramic views of the ocean. They even had pods that you could climb up the stairs and get into these lounges in the pods that overlooked the overlook, which was overlooking the aqua dome in the ocean. Can you, I don't even know how to put it into words. (laughs) No, I've seen, I've seen pictures. I've seen, I have spent the, uh, well, since you guys got on board, you and Suzanne, I've been watching videos like that there. The fact that yes, they got the pods, So you could just, I mean, it's like, uh, it's the old Viking crown lounge on the older ships is kind yeah. of what I thought of it as, um, even better. You got a bar there. Hello, adult beverages, two bars. Isn't there a, one of them, a coffee bar? Yes. It's called Ryan bean. And that was actually my favorite. Um, like we were I knew discussing would, before uh, you started recording. <laughs> I'm sold. Um, okay. Brooks. Yeah. Brooks. Yes. <laughs> And I am not a green tea person, but there was this like green tea, hibiscus tea cocktail, hands down, absolutely refreshing. My favorite only took a couple of sips, but it was the best drink that was at Ryan Bean. But right below the pods is another bar. I cannot remember the name of it. And that was the one with the full panoramic view of the overlook and the ocean. Um, And that one stayed crowded. Oh, I could see why. 
I 100% could see well, see why. I wanted to ask, how difficult is it to get into one of those pods? Because, I, again, yeah. uh, unsurprising, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did do, you know, some research myself, not just with the training as a travel agent, but also, you know, it, it's just so cool. I love that it, it just gives you that under the sea kind of feel to it, too. Um, it's just, it looks so serene and beautiful and modern at the same time, but there's a limited amount of pods. I feel like people would probably throw fists just to get into them. So, you know, it, (laughs) please enlighten me on that three. Oh gosh. There's only three pods. And so I was trying to, you know, be considerate. I would see heads, you know, bobbing up there. So I was like, okay, it's full, you know? But since I was on the preview sailing, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go up there and try to get a little video. And if they look at me weird, okay, I'll come down. It is what it is. When I got up there, y'all, the lounge area in those pods was so massive. You could clearly tell that all the people that were up there were not together. Each person was just kind of minding their own business, either editing photos. I saw a couple on their laptop, a couple just, you know, having a cocktail, hanging out up there. Those pods are actually massive once you get up there and actually see. Well, that's good. That to know. is, yeah. You took the yeah. words right out of me. <laughs> Seriously, that's so awesome. I can almost see they <laughs> they moved the chair hogging on the pool deck to now pod hogging on the overlook. Mm-hmm. That you know, I I cannot wait to get on there at some point and see because. That that aqua dome area and it's a, in itself looks awesome. Um, so the aqua dome, like you said, houses the aqua theater, which I mean it's all in the name, which is great. But so if you've cruised Royal before, you may know that the aqua theater was actually introduced on the Oasis class ships back in two thousand and nine when Oasis of the Seas uh, did its debut. So I'm actually I'm. I think it's great that it's indoors. I mean, now you're not having to worry about canceling shows due to weather or by golly, if it's February and it's, you know, 45 degrees as you're cruising down to the Bahamas, having to bundle up just to watch some aqua show, you know, a little more temperature control, which is really nice. Um, but so the shows that, I mean, they've got aerialists, and acrobats and high dives and a 55 foot waterfall which is the tallest at sea and that's actually going to kind of be the theme for this whole (laughs) icon episode is tallest at sea um so it does sound like it's a really cool place to just when there's no no show going on to just sit there and kind of relax it really was. Um, so we got to actually watch rehearsals for the Aqua Dome show. Um, so, of course, you could grab a drink at the Overlook and then come back and watch everything. But um, there's actually a Royal Blink shop. So you have the Aqua Dome and right behind you is the first ever Royal Blink shop. So not only do you all of this is in the same neighborhood, um, which I thought was really cool. And they have the Aqua Dome market which is included in your cruise fare. So you can grab a snack or grab a meal, watch the show. I I don't want to say watch the um, rehearsals. I think that was just a kind of a one and done thing with the Mm -hmm. preview sailing, but you still can hang out there. The Overlook, the Ryan Bean coffee bar, um, the other bar, the pods, the shop. And then there's even, um, there's something else there. I can't remember, 
But the Aqua Market stayed open until midnight, which I thought was really neat because it's kind of like a buffet. As for the Windjammer, which is Royal Caribbean's regular buffet, they close way earlier than that. Hmm. Okay. That's and I was just yeah took the words right out of my mouth. They're talking, getting ready to talk about the uh, kind of the market. We'll get more deeper into it when uh, when we get to our food section because we sure <laughs> do like to enjoy talking about food on this podcast, don't we? Yes, we do. That's right. Um. So we talked a bit about the Aqua Dome, which of course, like we said, is uh, is deck fourteen and fifteen forward uh, for. Which is the people. first ever Ford. Normally it's on the back of the ship yep. on other Royal Caribbean. Exactly. So kind of interesting, but there's a whole reason of why that is back there now, isn't there? So we'll get to that in just a second. It's, it's all coming up. Um, so kind of moving back, and I guess we're go- I'm going in alphabetical order kind of apparently. That's kind of how I had this set up, I guess. Um, now this <clears throat> second neighborhood being central park central i mean to me when i went on allure in march central park was the place to be so do you want to i mean is central park kind of the same on uh on icon as it is you would find on every other oasis class ship being there uh it was about midship on deck eight i believe Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was right right there at the same. I wouldn't say for the icon, it would be the place to be. I would think that Central Park is more on this ship, date night, romance, um, because they have in Central Park on this ship, they have a jazz and um, blues lounge. Yeah. And then they also have live music like out on the sidewalk area of Central Park. And it's just very... It just screams romance, screams calm. I they do have a market in Central Park also. That's a kind of a grab and go go in a salad bar. I did see a few children, but to me this would be more of a but while the kids are in um kids club, this is where you would go for a date night. Yeah, absolutely. So Central Park um is an open air so kind of for those who may not know you're thinking you know a little bit like central park in new york city uh real real plants real greenery uh of course debuted back on oasis of the seas in 2009 um so but like to your uh your jazz club which is actually called uh lose jazz and blues uh brand new uh venue for that one um there i mean there's plenty to play uh, plenty of places to eat now most of these are upcharge places but uh you've got uh azumi uh sushi and hibachi uh chops grill which is like royal caribbean's signature steakhouse i i don't know if you've eaten at uh chops uh grill at all or even azumi's um i haven't had the chance to yet but i've heard the food is excellent in both those places um there's a brand new uh signature dining restaurant called empire supper club <clears throat> it's brand new to uh royal equipment only on icon and i have heard that it is an expensive price uh to dine there like upwards About of 200 dollars per person holy smokes but it's eight courses with drink pairing and a live uh jazz band it's very mellow very sophisticated romance 
romantic that romance in there mm-hmm. yes um and then you can't go far without running into a couple of other bars you got the trellis bar and then a champagne bar out there on uh on deck eight central park bubbles um, my favorite yep bubbles. so and you you did wait touch wait, wait. A- time out that's the name time of out. it bubbles time out so you like bubbles any stories there no, no stories there. I did. Aww. I didn't Rover at Bubbles. Rover is the, the chief dog okay. of staff. Oh, mm-hmm. Tell us more. I love. I love Rover. I mean, I wish <laughs> I had more to tell. He he Aww. he's obviously so used to humans <laughs> that he could care less. So I wish there was a fun story there, but there wasn't. I was just going to get me a Bellini, and I ran into Rover. So for our audience what? members that don't know, <laughs> what did you what? A Bellini? What is that? Oh, Kelton. Okay, so the name of the bar is called Bubbles, so they only have like champagne or sparkling wine. Yeah, Yeah, so a Bellini is like peach puree and champagne mixed together. So instead of a mimosa with orange juice, a Bellini is peach. Peach and champagne. Now, champagne, mimosas, what what are these? What are you talking about? Oh, Brooks. (laughs) All right, back to Rover. So for our audience that don't know, Rover is, I want to say he's the first ever dog to be trained on a cruise Mm -hmm. ship. Um, And Rover is, he's a crew member. He's there. He supports everyone that's on board, whether you're a guest or you work there. He's in a a way like a support animal, right? An emotional support animal for anyone. He roams around. He's got his own Instagram page. Um, He's a cute little, I think he's a golden retriever. Um, and so. he's part of the crew, and so um, I, I'm I'm guilty of following his page because I love animals. Well, but fun it's so fact, cute. Fact, did you know his own throne on the ship? Does he really? Did you, did you happen to that see that not- picture I posted? That in the Royal Bling shop, that throne is Rover's throne, and his dog bowl <laughs> was actually like to the right of. He deserves the it. He deserves it. Tag is a real gold plated. Dog collar tag. Yeah. Bling. Bling. They're spoiling Bling that dog on that ship. Nothing but they the best are. for Rover. I would honestly be searching for him high and low until I can finally get my picture with Rover because that's adorable. But Absolutely. on that note, <laughs> check um, Central Park <laughs> bubbles. <cool>. Check. <laughs> So, before we go on, because, Steph, you did remind me, so I'm going to let you take this one, because uh, I'd made the mistake of not mentioning it in the beginning. You did not make a mistake. Listen. Minutes in. Listen, it, you, you are so excited about this episode, Kelton. I am. For, I'm beyond thrilled. And for all of our audience that don't know, I mean, there's a lot that go on behind the scenes for these episodes. I mean, Brooks is amazing at editing. Kelton does a lot of research. Um, as the guys like to say, I'm just the face. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Face and liaison. <laughs> so Kelton put in so much work, his passion to just dive right into this. Um, he did this amazing, you know, spreadsheet document for us to kind of use as a guide for this episode. So, you know, no big deal. It was not a mistake. Um <laughs> But I did want to mention that our wonderful, um, 
owner of FTJ, a fairy tale journeys travel, who was on the inaugural sailing of the Icon of the Seas with Jenny, who was supposed to be here but had some technical issues. No big deal. It happens. Um, she did make sure that when she went on, she had gotten a goodie for us here at Mouse Ears Podcast to use as a giveaway for our audience. So, um, not sure. Well, how did we do it last time? Basically, you have to follow Fairy Tale Journeys Facebook, Instagram, and you have to follow Mouse Ears Podcast. We're gonna have group, you basically yep. yes, and for. Anyone who does all three, you, you're, you're going to want to – we're going to do a post on our Facebook page, okay? And once you do all those three things, everyone that does it and put in the comments, done, okay? D-O-N-E. We're going to put you in a random raffle to get an inaugural sailing of Icon of the Seas magnet. Uh, like I said, handpicked by the owner of Fairy Tale Journeys Travel, specifically for our wonderful Mouse Ears podcast audience. So stay tuned for that. We are going to have part one and part two of this episode because there's just so much to cover on Icon of the Seas. So that raffle will go on for two weeks while everyone watches yeah, both so, episodes. Yeah. And uh, then we'll be able to do that announcement on our Facebook page after those two weeks are up. But for more information, follow our Mouse Ears podcast Facebook because that is where you'll get the details for the giveaway. Back to you, Kelton. <laughs> One entry per person. No, do not text and drive. Now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Um, we're moving on over to Chill Island, the place to chill. Just to chill. Uh, yeah. Ooh. You know, you kind of had the voice for that. Do you want to, Brooks, do you want to kind of like you and Jenny kind of like mash in and talk about Chill Island? Jenny, did you get to see a little bit of Chill Island when you yes, were? Yes, I did. Oh. It, tell, it may be my second favorite. Tell us. <laughs> tell oh, us gosh. about it. Um, so it's three decks. And yeah, it was three decks, if I'm not mistaken. Let me make sure. Yes, three decks. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get it confused because there's so much to learn. Three decks, a live um, steel drum band, um, the over, not the overlook, the edge. What was that called? The um, correct me if I'm wrong, Kelton, where you did the little obstacle course out over the ocean. Oh, uh, isn't is that called the, crown? The crown, crown, crown's edge. That have was you, connected. Has anybody seen videos on that? Yes. Yes, yes I have. Like, <laughs> and and the answer is no. <laughs> yes, I'm not doing that. Brooks, are you doing it? I'll. Would you? As long as I'm safe to where I'm not going to fall to my death. Yes. 155 feet yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, you got the ocean to catch or fall. At that point, gravity, <laughs> terminal velocity. <laughs> I'm done. Actually, I I think water turns to cement at like eighty five feet. So yeah. that one's oh, gonna hurt. No. At that point, you belly know, flop. We should not be. We should not be instilling fear. Oh my gosh. Well, it's, I mean, it's, I get I it. Mean, Listen, I'm, I, a harness. Yeah, it's also a harness. It's safe. I'm just afraid of heights. So for me, that's just not really my cup of Jenny, tea. Jenny, would you do it? <laughs> I, I think I would. I mean, obviously, I had the chance and I didn't take it. So, 
could be sounding like a hypocrite right now. But um, I mean, if, if given the opportunity again, yes, because now that I'm seeing all of the videos of other people doing it, I'm getting FOMO and I wish I would have done it. Oh, the FOMO is hard. It's yeah, but it is. But uh, I get well, never mind. We're, we're I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to say the rock climbing, but that's in the next we're neighborhood. We're still on so. Chill Island. I know, we're I just know. Chilling I'm chilling right now. Chill Island. I know. I'm getting so, excited instead of chilling. Chill I mean, Island it's... is actually the go ahead. Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, you're saying you have a FOMO. I mean, we're already 30 minutes into this episode. We're only on the third. We're barely into the third neighborhood. It it would be hard to do every. It's I would say <laughs> impossible to do everything on just the short sailing that y'all had. So I mean, right. you're just that means you're just going to have to go two, three, four more times to do it all. Except Pump the it, brakes, if you could see Brooks. Suzanne and I, we were walking zombies on that ship. Uh, I mean, literally walking zombies. And then the day that we got to preview uh, Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Key, I told her, I was like, hey, they said we could get off the ship at 8 a.m. She she told me, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Because we had to stay up so late to see and do because they gave us a preview of the, I know we'll get into this later, but like the live rock band, the dueling pianos, um, all of the live music, the different shows, uh, Wizard of Oz on Broadway, the ice skating. I think I just named like six or seven. So we were staying up super late. And again, you need the icon sales for seven nights. You need those seven nights to see and do everything. I would say it would be probably hard. To, I mean, we're going to get into a lot more stuff that you can do on the ship. I would say it would be hard to do everything in one sailing of this ship. Oh, probably sure. even two. Yeah. I mean, that's which, by the way, that at, you could have gone to we didn't talk about in Central Park, but Park Cafe to get your coffee. And then you could have gone on the on the island, get your extra shot of espresso. Right. Right. Which for those that may not know, like, so Royals Private Island, Perfect Day at Coco Key. I mean, everything, it, it's owned by Royals. So what you can get that's included in your cruise you can get there as well the food is all included a lot of the drinks are all included so you can get your coffee there by the time you walk out you know you wait for your elevator cross the gangway and walk the pier you can go get yourself another coffee that's included as long as it's not purchased at the starbucks got to go to cafe promenade for that or park cafe um don't get me started on starbucks but, Joffrey's. We're all about Joffrey's here. That's right. Um, so it covered the, I mean, three decks of just ocean views, but there's, I mean, you got uh, the Infinity Edge Cove Pool, which is the first one. I mean, like, and that's, it almost seems like I'm getting kind of a, and I've never been, but I'm getting kind of a Vegas style feel to that area back there you know i could see like uh you know you got yourself a, a dj pack there just like you know pumping up some top 40 tunes and mashups and okay so which pool lounges. are you talking oh, it's the uh, infinity edge cove pool right or am i yes. on a different or oh, is that the hideaway 
And that's I, the hideaway. So I, oh, yes, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, you're fine oh. because I got confused too, and it took me a while to find the hideaway infinity pool. But the one See, in, the, in Chill Island, that pool is massive, and they have loungers or little day beds. There's, there's just, oh my gosh. See, there's so Chill much. Island also has the first swim up bar for Royal Caribbean, and you would think it would be adult only. It's not. It's not. No, nope, so Chill not Island anymore. is for family. Yeah, it was going to be adult only, and then they changed it during the first preview sailing. So all of Chill Island is for families, which I mean, I didn't so, see any children swimming up to the bar, but you got to go get your mocktails. Right. We can all sip on the pina coladas and Shirley can have his mocktail. There you go. I love me a Shirley Um, Temple. So, did we touch on on the uh, largest pool at sea, the Royal Bay Pool? That, which is, yep, which is found in, we didn't mention the actual name of it, but you're right. It's, see, here we go again. Insert thing here at sea. Royal Caribbean mm-hmm. is is doing what they do best. Innovate. I guess. Build cool things. Large ships. Right. Um, so I guess we can move on to the thrill side of things. Yes. It really what we know. Okay. Go for it, Jenny. All you. Tell us about Thrill Island. Thrill Island. So that is the home of Category 6 Water Park, which is the largest water park. Is it Category 6 or Category 5? 6? Six? 6. Category okay, 6. Right. Yeah. Um, Brand new hurricane category. Yeah. Yes. And it is the largest water park at sea with um, breaking water slides. There's a drop slide where you're standing and you know how the floor drops beneath you. That's the tallest one at sea. Um, the longest, there's a family one, um, where you get to share the raft It's the longest at sea. And then there is a race, two racing water slides. I can't remember the names of them. I did not do them. I didn't have time, but it did look really cool. Um, and those are the longest at sea. What else is there? There's a sports court in Thrill Island. Um, and then the rock climbing. I know Steph mentioned that just a few minutes ago that our agency owner did rock climb. Did you see the video of that? I did. I loved it. So for any of our listeners that want to see Suzanne climb the rock wall, Fairy Tale Journey's travel Facebook page, go check it out. Now Thrill Island, I mean, place looks to be the place to be. 17,000 square foot area. Um, for the water slides, just want to make sure we throw it in. There are, uh, height and weight restrictions, uh, for that, for those as well. Um, this is kind of what I was talking to my wife about this earlier and actually my mother-in-law too. Um, it almost with, with this area, it seems like Royal Caribbean is really trying to grab on to the, the generational families. Per se, an area to where you know we have it at sea, it kind of rivals what's on land and maybe at like an all inclusive type uh resort there with the water parks, the relaxing areas of the outlook, or we'll get to it soon, the hideaway uh type of thing. So, a night really kind of spreading it out, and we'll give to Surfside here in a second when uh we really dive into what you know what is available for families. Um, 
And so we had already talked about Crown Edge, where you can go and do the uh, obstacle course thing. And uh, I even saw a portion where you actually jump off and just full on rely on whatever you're hooked to to swing around. The floor actually drops beneath you. You're not supposed to know when the floor drops. You're not supposed to jump. You're supposed to wait for the floor to drop. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how I feel about that. Just going to throw that one out there. It's one answer. Two letters. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's what you're saying when it drops. No. (laughs) That's exactly it. It reminds me of, so... I remember going to Six Flags when I was a kid at um, in Atlanta, and they had this one. I think it was called the American Daredevil or something like that. But basically, it was just a large arch, and you were put into a harness, and you were just pulled up. I think it's like 300 feet in the air or something like that. Cool. And you're just like looking down to the ground, and the ground just looks like ants. And then you just hear on the speaker, three, two, one, pull the cord. You pull the cord and you start free falling for, I I don't know how many feet, but, and then all of a sudden, like you start going up in an arch and just kind of flying back and forth. I only did that once. I am. (laughs) When I tell you, you're looking at that ground and you can see the, you can Oh, I was screaming like, ah, but when you can see, and that's how you heard it as he swings, yeah. <laughs> we can see everything like coming peripheral vision, like that's staying the same. And you're looking at the ground and it looks like the ground is not moving. And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, this harness isn't working. I'm about to die. And then oh you just gosh. start swinging. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. No. If anybody wants to try something like that and you're going down to Miami, take a stop in Orlando, go to Old Town. You could do that there. You know, they got they've got one of those swinging things and you know, let us know how that goes cuz Steph, I'm okay. not doing it. If you will do that, I'm sure we can get Kelton in Halloween Horror Night. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. Not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights is my jam now. Jenny, we gotta go. I need someone to go with me. My wife won't go with me. Come on. Steph? Oh, totally. Girls Night plus Brooks and our our friend Peter. (laughs) Let's go. I love Halloween Horror Nights, but when it comes to a a swinging rope, are you kidding? (laughs) Value my life. No, sir. A pass. I will say this was pre-fatherhood, so I I might think about it in (laughs) post-fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, you start you start thinking about things now when you sign that waiver, don't you? Sometimes we do. I have good life insurance. Oh, that's all that life insurance and your will. As long as those are updated, we're okay. Um so getting back on track, like we had said, Jenny, about you know going off the rails, there was one, a few more to come. Um also in Thrill Island. Royals got their a couple of their staples. They've got the Flow Rider. If you haven't done the Flow Rider, strongly suggest it. Boogie board, sometimes surf, fall, hit yourself, you know, go sliding in the water. It's all it's all in good fun. Um, the Rockwell, check out Suzanne's video on the uh, 
uh, Fairy Tale Journeys Facebook page, and of course, Mini Dunes Putt Putt Golf can be, yes. you know, a very aggressive game for all you golf mini putt, you know, mini golf golfers out there, uh, all within Thrill Island. So there's a lot to do, and like we said, we're only you're only there for seven nights. Right. But what's great about Thrill Island, sorry, everything is included in your cruise fare in Thrill Island. Now, Crown's Edge is extra, and you do have to book that on the app. Are you double check me? But from, yeah, okay. So, nope, you're right. Okay. Yeah, that was the only thing that's extra, but Crown's Edge actually divides Chill Island to Thrill Island. So, I really didn't know what part what neighborhood that was considered, but, um, your sports I think it's going to be both now. Yeah. <laughs> the sports court, the mini golf, the flow rider, which is the surfing simulator and the world's largest water park at sea is all included in your cruise fare. And I applaud Royal Caribbean for that. That's incredible. Have, what else did you do in Thrill Island? I mean, other than the rock climbing. <laughs> I'm so curious. Um, I didn't do, I mean, nothing. I just kind of walked around, <laughs> looked at everything. I mean, I ate me some tacos and out El Loco Fresh. I and we love food. love El Loco Fresh. We love food. Yes. But Gosh. in all honesty, let's let's remember, remind the audience, you only had three days. I, That's right. Yeah. You know, I was just you only had three days. In, yeah, exactly. Just as much as I could. Three days on a ship that's two feet Short of 1,200 feet. That's a lot of walking. I mean, you're probably up. Did you, I'm wondering. Did you get up to see the sunrise at all? No. <laughs> well, I mean, I was getting dressed. That's <laughs> showering. I'm sure, I'm sure you closed all your rings on these days. I'm Every day. Probably two Absolutely. or three times. Yes. Talking um, about Aquadome um, earlier, Aquadome neighborhood, I sat down just to, you know, send some clients some texts. And I was like falling asleep while sending clients texts. It, it, that did not seem to be much of a vacation. That was a full on fam right there. A full on. That was, Do it for so. the clients and for FTJ and for MEP. <laughs> right. Do it for the blog. And the blog. So, <laughs> So for the, the I think the whole reason of why we gather here tonight is to talk about Surfside. Really? And everything. I don't know. It could be. It could just be Icon of the Seas. I don't know. For me, it's probably more of like, you know, the schooner bar is really my hangout spot. But, <laughs> you know, Surfside it is. Um, for those that don't know, brand new neighborhood like we had talked about. So this Surfside is actually where the boardwalk used to be or is on the oasis class uh ships and i uh we had we saw your picture of you going down the slide while suzanne took the stairs did she ever take <laughs> the side so the slide at all no no i, I mean i'm sure she would have if we were trying to get if if enough people commented she would have went down the slide we missed it that yeah. but that's okay so a, there's there's a lot going on in Surfside. I mm-hmm. mean, you've got from uh, the I guess adventure, which so the um, 
child care or adventure ocean is what Royal Caribbean calls it. Uh, and the teen club both have uh, entrances there because that's really, really meant to be where the families hang out. I mean, the fact that they have their own buffet there too. Right. So what, what can you tell us about kind of about like, Surfside when you guys you know went because you guys got a lot of great pictures of it too. Oh yeah, so Surfside would be a little bit calmer than the water park in Thrill Island neighborhood. This is more of the toddler, younger age kids. They've got the little bucket you know that dumps the water, the little mini slides, mm-hmm. and the splash pad area. They also have a playground, like a dry playground area. Of course, all of um, Royal Caribbean's Oasis-class ships have a carousel, but this is a beach-themed carousel. So it's like a fun, funky, new, innovative way for them to have a carousel in this neighborhood. They have an arcade and then a candy shop. And they also have, um, I thought this was funny, they have a bar for the adults right next to the splash pad area. So the parents can not only lounge, they could sit at the bar and still watch their children play, but the buffet, let me tell you what's on the buffet. It is. And I, I loved it. It was the typical toddler child menu, your chicken fingers, your mashed potatoes, your macaroni, your hamburger and your hot dog, like loved it. They, they thought of everything. Now, I mean, if dad wants to go somewhere else and go grab him, you know, better food, if he doesn't want chicken fingers, then that's fine. But this was the typical children's menu at this buffet. And I thought it was great. No, I mean, that's that's perfect because then you really it almost seems like it's going to help balance everybody out on the ship because you're talking about. So it's lunchtime, right? You're on Mm -hmm. your second sea day. You're already getting tired of the kids, you know, because they're just driving. They're just running around playing and everything. Um, So the fact that they can eat there. Right. If you want to go up to the Windjammer and eat, it it seems to help, you know, spread the people out when it comes to dining uh, for the food that's uh, included with the cruise fare. So that Surfside seems to be a pretty cool place. A brand new brand new neighborhood so that's awesome for surfside um any last little minute things that for tips for surfside if you have anything before we move on to what i thought was part of chill island but not really Um, with Surfside, if you stay in certain suites, I was lucky enough to tour one of the, I think it was the Royal family suite. They have their Mm -hmm. own private entrance into Surfside. Um, I do have video of that. We did, we need it. We need to post it. It was super cool. I'm talking about picket fence, literally, not figuratively, literally picket fence, private entrance into the Surfside neighborhood right by the bar in the splash pad area. I am sold. Yes. I wonder what that would run us because, oh, but to have your own entrance in that could be, I mean, that could be real nice. Right. Talk about coming home when the streetlights turn on type of right. thing. So that's that's awesome. Any last little tidbits from Steph or Brooks about Surfside before we dive into our uh, Las Vegas pool party? Perfect. 
let's move on to the hideaway. So the hideaway, I guess, is what I was thinking of when we were talking about uh, Chill Island. But seems to be Royal Caribbean just kind of picked up a beach club off of like, you know, the beaches of Mexico and slapped it down on the back of a cruise ship. Or took a pool from Vegas and put it on the back of their cruise ship. Literally. Right. They've got a I mean, lot you have of the day beds cool in yeah. there, yeah. in the infinity pool. To me, now that would be cool. Now you have that, you like, and those, those of course, uh, for everybody that may not know, uh, are in upcharge. Uh, and it's per day, correct? Correct. So, uh, so for the, yeah, the hideaway day beds, you can do, uh, it's per day. You, so they have them in the pool, which I think would be kind of cool. But then, you know, you're wet and you can't, it, I don't know. It I'd does have to not try offer it to, shade, to really, though. That, lather up that suntan lotion. Yes. Instant sunburn for me. But I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as the sun those... hits me, it would be just instant sunburn. <laughs> so for our fair-skinned people, Steph and Brooks, there are other options. So there are actually uh, ocean view uh, day beds. They're also for an upcharge. Uh, but they come, you know, with a few different things. You can, you know, you've got bottle of champagne pool towels, bottled water. The Ocean View ones have a dedicated beverage service, which I would be all over in a heartbeat with my drink package. So the fact that I kind of have your own butler for a day while you're sitting up there, that to me is, could be well worth it. Uh, so Kelton, I'll just say this. If you want to pay for my uh, cruise, I will be your personal butler bringing you the beverages. <laughs> and I can't afford to bring you along. I can barely afford to bring Casey along with me. <laughs> Kenny's say free. This. He can come. Oh, enjoy that, my friend. I do like the uh, in-pool daybed option, though. Stay cool. Stay shaded. That's kind of cool. I like it. I like that option. Find me there. It's not bad at all. I will say having like a lounger in the pool is nice. My brother up in Atlanta, his pool has like a little patio area that like literally you can lay a lounger in the pool and uh, even has a spot where you can put an umbrella there as well. Those are very nice. So Whew. question I have not been there. Jenny, is this the pool where you also have a pool bar, like a swim-up pool bar, or no? Not this one. No. That okay. swim-up pool bar is in Chill Island. The bar Chill Island. The hideaway is the, yes, hideaway is the adult-only area in the back of the ship. Um, so the pool is an infinity pool with the day beds like we just discussed. This infinity pool actually overlooks Surfside neighborhood that we wow. just talked about. And to if you're in the infinity pool looking out at the ocean, absolutely gorgeous views. To your left is a um, bar, not swim up, but walk up bar. Mm. And if you've ever been to the adult only section on the Disney Wish, mm -hmm. it gives me that vibe. 
It's um, okay. everything. Everything is white or um, very Cuban feel. I don't. I don't even know how to mm. put it into words. But um, the bar menu at the Hideaway was actually extensive, and I loved the mm. different options that they had for the cocktails. Now I don't know if the lack of a swim bar is for safety reasons or <laughs> or a missed opportunity, but. Being that it does overlook Surfside, and Surfside is family area, right? Does it get loud? Or is it kind of, you know, chill, even though it's not Chill Island? For the adult-only section? Well, there's yes, a DJ. A Ooh, there's a DJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oomph, 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 oomph. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I only walked back there once, and the pool, I don't want to say crowded. It wasn't crowded, but there was a good many people back there. And they were there to have a good time. So I, just from what I experienced on the preview sailing, so who knows what this section could eventually become. Mm-hmm. But from what I witnessed, they were there to have a good time. It was more yeah. fun, upbeat than it was chill, relaxing. Chill. That's good to know. That's really good to know. It's not what you would consider serene, like not serene in a bad way, but just not quiet like some people right. would associate an adult only area but good to know that sounds it still sounds like fun depending on what you're looking for right pretty much quiet adult quiet area for royal caribbean is pretty much every other class of ship would be the solarium that's kind of their adult only you know no live no music no live entertainment uh but just a quiet relaxing area that you can get into a hot tub and not have to step over seven or eight kids. So it's, you know, that's kind of, but I do feel like, because we had discussed it earlier with uh, the Royal Bay, is it the Royal Bay pool? I think it was. uh, And how that area was supposed to be adults only, which is why I think they put the swim up bar there before changing it after the first uh, uh, preview sailing. Um, Fun fact, they changed the adult-only area. Hideaway was not adult-only. They changed it to be adult-only to match Coco Key. Um, That is mm -hmm, to keep it streamlined. So the private island's adult-only section is called Hideaway. This neighborhood was called Hideaway, so they didn't want to confuse people. Sounds about right. I can see that. So... The Hideaway. Very, it seems like a cool area. I could, I don't know if I'd be getting off the ship if I'm, I'll probably find me here at all times too, but I don't know. Um, All right, any uh, final thoughts on the adult-only area of The Hideaway? Um, I did want to tell Brooks that the Mocktails non-alcoholic selection at this specific bar um, at Hideaway was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, just give me two virgin pina coladas, one for each hand. Oh, and you're good? Yeah. (laughs) For each hand. Love that. That's awesome. Hey, that's also a a great thing to know. Really cool. So we've talked about a lot of great areas. Okay. But... I think this is the area for our 
seasoned Royal Caribbean cruisers. And I am hoping that somebody gets the TA rate on this one because I want to go along. The sweet neighborhoods. I have been dying to stay in a suite on. I'll take any Royal Caribbean ship at this point. Because uh, Royal Caribbean has. You have your own dedicated area when you stay in the suites. On a lot of the older. Uh, the other. I won't say older, but the other classifications of ships you've got your own uh sitting area by the pool so you're not having to fight for chairs or do any chair hogging for that instant you have a sweet lounge as well uh so which they have hors d'oeuvres and some snacks and beverages in the evening icon of the seas blows it right out of the water you have a whole uh neighborhood so the suite neighborhood is a space, like I said, just for guests who are staying in any classification of the suites on Icon of the Seas, I believe it is. And you're on deck 16 through 19, which is, of course, where, all, where a majority of those cabins reside anyway. You have your own restaurants, you have your own lounges, uh, and your own outdoor area. So a pool, a hot tub. And Coastal Kitchen, which is a suite-only uh, restaurant. I don't know what else you could ask for in that area. I mean, it's it looks to be a heck of a place from the pictures v- that, uh, that we've seen. section. That's what oh, that you want to go big. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and some of those suites are beautiful. Like the quality touches that they have put in, so could be worth the money to splurge. I mean, if you if you've been to Nassau and a lot of those, other, you know, maybe even don't even have to get off a of Coco Key, splurge for the suites. Spend the time out there on the open air deck. That's strictly your. I think that that'd be great. Um, so we're starting the Jenny, lotto pool now, so we can win the lottery. Twenty dollar buy in. Yes. Yep. For for a family suite, exactly. I'm not sure. I mean, we're in four different states here, so somebody's state has to have a better odds because I don't think Texas is it. Sorry, guy. Yeah, yeah. could be. You're going to Florida. So, we'll have to we'll have to see on that one, Jenny. I see your note. You guys didn't get to see the area. That's that's sad. But I mean, 18 guest decks. I mean, that's that's a lot to see. Right. So, uh, well, I mean, I tried swiping my key card. It just would not grant me access. I tried, but though. Not e- the top Royal Caribbean seller. Like, that should have been right up there. So, if only no I respect. Just, you know. <laughs> right. So, that, that's They our, did that's have their our. own entrance. So, if you go up to, I think it's the 18th deck, you walk mm-hmm. out of the elevators, that is the suite area. And, Ooh. I mean, you couldn't get five feet without having to swipe your key card. So it's, it's very secured um, that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get through. <laughs> Man, where, let me ask, cause before, where did you guys stay when you were on the ship? What category? What room? Um, it was an infinite balcony, an infinite ocean view balcony room. Ooh. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, that, that's cool. We'll get to that. Um, so as we are, we're going to finish up here with the last neighborhood. We've talked about neighborhoods for 
just over an hour. So I'm telling you, a lot to talk about with this ship. And we didn't even, I mean, this is just skimming the surface with Icon. Mm -hmm. But the Royal Promenade, which I think is one of the best decks uh, there is. Uh, a lot of the old, uh, previous classes, um, everything, it's all on deck five. But Royal Promenade, they've got a lot of new things that they kind of put into uh, the Promenade. And I'm assuming you guys, you and Suzanne, kind of spent a little bit of time here. Cause there, like I said, there's a couple cool things there. So a I'll let you go ahead. A lot of time here. Yeah. Um, so when we first entered the ship, it was on this deck and we were greeted with the Pearl. It's a new art, um, installation. I didn't really understand, not that I didn't understand the art, but I didn't understand the technology behind it. Um, it's supposed to be interactive. So if you've seen the pictures, when you walk into the Pearl, you go up some stairs and these tiles are supposed to like, I don't know, flap or open and close. And I don't really understand what the interactive thing was supposed to do. <laughs> um, but all I do know is absolutely gorgeous. And it's the biggest art installation at sea. Um, and it is the focal point of the Royal Promenade or actually of the icon in general. Um, but once you're greeted with that, of course, that's like smack dab in the middle of the Royal Promenade. If you take a left, um, actually, hold on. Yeah. If you take a left, that's where your Sorrento's is. You've got karaoke, mm. you've got Bolero's. Yeah. Sorrento's all the way. Um, did you happen to see pictures of the famous statue that is in Royal Promenade? So you got the pearl and then there is a, I guess it's there's, iron gold statue. There's two that I can think of, but I'll let you go ahead. and. Oh no, I was hoping you'd guess. So it is a dog. Have you seen the dog statue? Yes. <laughs> there's, there's another one that I really like, but yes. Which the one dog is that? The the guy coming out of the manhole, out of the floor. Oh, yes. That's in Royal Promenade <laughs> also. Mm -hmm. Yes. But um, the one I was talking about was the dog hiking his leg on a pole. Yeah. Dun I mean, smack dab right there in the middle, headed to the main dining room. There is the dog hiking his leg. I, I don't get it. I don't know if that's supposed to be Rover or not. But um, I really thought there would be more hype or... or more media on that, more TikToks, more videos, more comments. I really thought it would generate a lot of talk. And I haven't really seen that much on the internet. I'm just like, y'all, we have a dog hiking his leg. Like, why aren't we talking about this? It sounds like a good Instagram spot. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's almost a conversation started because, you know, nothing else on this ship could start a conversation at this point. You know, you right. just look over at a random person going, what, what is this? type of thing. Right. So there's a there's a lot on the Royal Promenade. So you touched on the Pearl. I have notes on it. So just yes. you know fun fun facts. We all I, I love a good fun fact. Okay. So uh the Pearl has what a bunch of kinetic tiles is is what it is. And I guess so there's Nine miles of power and lighting cables, over 1,300 air conditioning ducts. There's steel-mounted frames, I guess, holding the pearl 
together. And for those who are going to watch this video, you're going, Kelton, what are you doing? Um, when they were putting it inside, or like moving the pearl to the icon because it was built outside, required two tugboats to move it to the shipyard. I mean, this thing is massive and heavy and had a total of 45,000 working hours just to construct the sphere. It's a big thing. Like I said, it does span all three decks. So it's, it is kind of the highlight of the Royal Promenade. But I mean, there's, there's so much more out there as well. Have you, you've got, this is the first ship with actual, that you could actually see the ocean from the Royal Promenade too. Yes. With two different decks. Um, it would be so, the Pearl Cafe. You would go upstairs to the Pearl Cafe, which is kind of behind the Pearl. And mm -hmm. it's um, floor to ceiling windows overlooking the ocean. That's I've seen some of the videos and pictures I've seen that seems like a heck of a place to, to hang out. There's, Royal's got a bunch of these just little, I wouldn't say they're nooks and crannies, but nice, uh, nice sitting areas. Um, I still can't and, get over the forty five thousand hours. It's a lot of man hours. It's, I mean, it's massive. I, I looked that up at twenty. If you put that into twenty four hour days, that's one thousand eight hundred and seventy five days, or um, five point one three years. Well, I mean, I mean they I did know, start that, and I know there's twenty one people working on it, but that's just. It's hard to fathom that. A lot. Just, that's a lot. a lot. So, Kelton, if you're done with the Royal Promenade or not, I do have a question I want to ask everyone once you're done. The only thing, other thing I want to touch on, and since Jenny, you were there, you might be able to touch on this as well. For those who have cruised Royal Caribbean, you know the Royal Promenade is this big. On every other class of ship, it feels like. However, on Icon, it feels to be like this big. I mean, they've it really, really widened it out. So, a and lot of room. It is the home of the first dueling pianos of oh, Royal Caribbean. That's right. That place is going to get rowdy. It was so fun. I mean, uh, so, you did get to experience it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, excellent. Um, so it's like a little lounge area during the day. Bar is open. And then at night, I mean, them dueling pianos, I don't remember their names. It was um, a male and a female. They're battling it out. And it was phenomenal. Crowd engaged. It was so much fun. God, you get some friends in low places going in there. It just turns <laughs> into a party. Hey, I heard that at karaoke. They, they had karaoke right up under. And what was really cool, and I did keep saying this, the fact that you've got a live band at Bolero's. All of this is on Royal Promenade. Mm -hmm. Live band at Bolero's. You've got karaoke going. You've got dueling pianos going. And then you have just the natural music in the Royal Promenade and nothing outdone the other. Like there was no clashing of the the sound or the music. And I mean, I just thought that was phenomenal. You go like 10 feet and there's another bar. And there's live music at the Feather Lounge. Um, tell, if I'm saying it right. Uh, is it 1400? Point and Feather. Point and Feather, yeah. Point, point and Feather. There's live music there too. So I kid you not, I was walking like every 10 feet, a different live band or different type of 
music or atmosphere and nothing drowned. There was no drowning of sound. Like it was just, you're, you're in the moment there and nothing was interrupted. I thought that was great. However, they did that. It was phenomenal. Well, and, and that is really cool too, because when you look at those venues on icon, it's, it, it doesn't feel closed in like some of the other places do on some of the other classification of ships. Everything is wide open. You've got a huge, like Point and Feather, huge entrance to Point and Feather. Mm-hmm. When you look at some of the other, well, like I'm getting ready to go on Voyager here in two weeks, the Pig and Whistle. It's very, I mean, you've got one way in, kind of one way out type of thing. So it, they, they studied and they took Icon to just i mean they they raised the bar for cruising um steph you had a something and then we'll dive into we'll dive into the food and dining oh this would be good oh i'm excited so to kind of wrap up talking about all the different neighborhoods i want to ask each of you we went through all of them you know to some extent you know what where do you feel like you would be the most at and what is one thing in particular that stood out to you that you're like, ooh, I want to check that out above everything else? So, Kelton, I'll start with you since you're hosting. So I have two. I would either be found at the Aquadome in the Outlook area, either in the pods or just down below, or the hideaway. Um, why? I'd say the views and the bar. <laughs> Or bars. And my thumbs up right there. I guess there you go. I don't know if you guys saw that, but so good answer. Yes. Jenny, how about you? You were there, so where was your favorite, I guess? Well, my favorite for that sailing was the uh, overlook at the Aquadome neighborhood. But if I was to go again with my family, it would definitely be Chill Island because it's three stories. You've got your El Loco Fresh, your swim up bar. Um all of that just right there. And I've got a teenage son. I could just let him go. And if you need mom, she'll be right here at the swim up bar. If I was going alone, it would be the hideaway, which is the adult only. Food and beverage. You'll fit perfect right in here at the Mousers podcast. (laughs) Rux, how about you? Which one stood out to you the most where you see yourself uh, gravitating towards? I mean, I would definitely say that that lookout uh area in the aquadome really sounds interesting to me um checking out all the statues and stuff over at the rural promenade uh but i would say either chill island or even thrill island go going on all the rides even the uh even the crown's edge gotta do it once (laughs) i like it daredevil (laughs) Steph, what about you? Um, man, I mean, honestly, you will find me at the Dueling Pianos, hands down. You will find me there. I love a good Dueling Pianos. Um, but also, yeah, that Aquadome is just oh, so alluring to me. It just seems like the perfect blend of chill, you know, with the environment and just modern and beautiful looking as well. But then there's also Hideaway. Uh, so. <laughs> but I guess my number one would be dueling pianos. I'll say that. <laughs> I would say too. I can't wait to see all the shows that they have too. Oh yeah, mm. that could be a whole other so- episode. Just the shows that the icon is <laughs> on. I'm I'm totally okay with this. <laughs> oh, I think season two is going to be the season of Royal Caribbean. 
mm, featuring. I'm I'm going to put in as many <laughs> Royal Caribbean episodes as I can force into this. Oh, I'm here so, for that. I'm okay with this. <laughs> you come back and we'll 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 text you. Hey, Royal Caribbean <laughs> episode, you in? Yeah, must be it, the it, season of RC. <laughs> Exactly. The season of maybe we should just rename season two. Because we're gonna throw in some couple of other, you know, new ones that do revolve around the water. So yeah, it'll be uh it'll be good. Um, so we've talked about the neighborhoods. Well, okay. folks, that just about does it for part one of our first ever two part episode here on the Mouseers Podcast. Don't forget to join our Mouseers Podcast Facebook group our TikTok page, and our Instagram page, The Mousers Blog, for all the latest news and episode details. And if you're interested in having a Fairytale Journeys agent book your next trip, visit fairytalejourneystravel.com and let them know that the podcast sent you. Lastly, if you enjoy listening to us, we would love to hear from you, and please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. Until next episode, thanks everyone.